0: You are listening to Arusa, a new bride, a three-part intimate exploration of love and polygamous marriage in South Sudan. I'm your host, JD Ramalab.
1: Episode two,
0: three is a crowd.
2: wow
3: Mm -hmm. so 2020 my husband and I we in January had come back from Australia visiting our oldest son Malal who has a grandson are now two Uh, we came back and we were doing work together um supporting the basketball federation um And it was, things were going along smoothly. And in March, um, I realized that my mom was not doing well. She needed surgery. And so I spoke with my auntie who said like, she's gonna have like major surgery, a hip replacement, knee replacement, everything. And immediately, and Michael's listening to me on the phone with my aunt, she was on speaker. I was like, okay, well then I'll be coming out
0: 2020, a year that changed everything for billions of people around the globe. 2020 is also the year the second wife, Joke, Sari and Michael shared in their more than two-decade-long marriage would suddenly become a reality. But not in the way either one of them had anticipated. In fact, it seemed to happen almost by accident.
4: When we came, it was not in my mind to do that. You know, we came here to do some great work and help my people and help each other, help sustain our life. And, uh, and then, one point, her, my mother-in-law got sick, so she left me for three months. You know, I'm here, so this how this thing started. Three months she's gone, I'm missing her, I'm missing my kids. So um so we start talking, you know. I have decided to take several strong but necessary actions to protect the health and well-being of all Americans. We will be suspending all travel from Europe to the United States for the next 30 days. The new rules will go into effect Friday at midnight.
0: No sooner had Siri arrived by her mother's hospital bed on the 12th of March 2020 then the then U.S. President Donald Trump announced the suspension of all flights going in and out of the country to contain the spread of the COVID-19 virus, a decision which had ripple effects for everyone across the world, including Michael and Saree's marriage.
3: So then uh, we had a schedule. My husband and I, we would talk every day, um, you know, twice a day. So in the morning and in the evening, because there was like a ten hour time difference. Mm-hmm. So we were talking back and forth, talking back and forth. And then I think by April, Keir shut this country down that went on lockdown. Um and we we kept talking. Um, but, you know, I would hear messages where he's like, Baby, you need to be careful. This COVID is real and da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, Yeah, I know, you know.
0: Michael would continue to provide Sari with emotional support over the phone while she was caring for her mother who was recovering from multiple operations. Sari relished their conversations which were a great stress reliever for her. Then a thought occurred to her. Maybe she was not helping Michael in the same way he was helping her. So she told him she'd be okay if he found someone in Juba to help him de-stress too. But Michael assured her that he was good.
3: Yeah, so he felt like, you know, he's not that kind of guy that needed anything extra on the side um, in terms of sex or anybody. And so that was, you know, like two and a half months in. And so at some point in May he lost his phone or I couldn't get a hold of him for like five days in a row. Like we have never gone silent for that long whenever I've traveled or whenever he's traveled. And I felt like a teenager, like just sitting by the phone, waiting, calling, 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 calling and um, crying every night. It was crazy.
0: (laughs) Crying every night, seriously.
3: Every night. So every night. So finally, when, 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 uh, (laughs) When he got back online, I got a hold of him by calling somebody else who was just like, "Oh no, I'll I'll go get him." So he's like, "Oh, sorry, I lost my phone and had to, you know, wait to get it replaced and so on and so forth." And I'll call you tomorrow. So we talked, and immediately it was like something's different. We're not. It's it's like short conversation. It's been a long time. Five days away is a long time not to even touch base. Even if the phone call doesn't go through, you know, um, you can see that he's tried because we're talking through WhatsApp. And um, I'm just like, so baby, did you find anybody? You know, did you find somebody? He's like, no, not really. Not really meant yes. There was someone he'd
0: been talking to, but not in the way Saria was thinking. This someone had become a significant part of Michael's daily routine. But they were not having sex.
4: When I met her, um, I was coming to Yuba Town where all South Sudanese sit around and drinking tea, and she was one of the servers. She served tea, you know. So I come every day, get my tea, move on. I didn't think about her, nothing like that.
0: The tea server was Adele Ring, a single mother from Twitch County, Warab State, which is also where Michael comes from. Adele quit school in 2013 after she fell pregnant at 16. Although her boyfriend at the time had promised to marry her, he later reneged on his promise and sent her back to her father's house after their baby girl Atap was born. Then, in 2016, Adele moved to Juba from Yei Town to escape conflict. At that time, South Sudan was experiencing a civil war, with violence causing hunger and displacement in many parts of the new country. She found a job serving tea and doing manual labour downtown to sustain herself, her young daughter and two siblings who were still in school. But the working environment was so toxic, Adele was frequently involved in fights with her employer, which is what made Michael first take notice of her. But when she started having issues with, with the
4: lady she worked with, so one time she didn't come. I come, get my tea, get moved. And I asked about her. They're like, oh, they're struggling with this lady, you know. So um, that when I asked her, I said, what's what going on? Why you don't come? I have a problem with this lady. I said, what's what the problem? Then she explained it, you know. They have differences, how they run their little, little shop. So I said, what do you want? What, what are some challenges? If you break away from this point and go start your own. that when she said, I don't have a capital to, to do stuff like that. So I said, do you want it really to, can you manage this, uh, this little business? So she said, yeah. So I said,
0: what do you need? Michael decided to help Adele start her own tea shop. He gave her the money to buy supplies at the Konya Konya market and soon her tea shop was up and running. The two kept talking while Sarie was in the U.S. tending to her mother, their conversations delving deeper and deeper into Adele's personal life circumstances. Michael even promised to pay for her daughter a tub's education and gave Adele advice on how to manage her turbulent, romantic relationships. He saw himself as a father figure, someone who could guide Adele out of exploitative situations.
4: I mean, even feeling is there, but it's not a feeling uh, that strong. You know, I'm just trying to help this young lady get to where she needed to go, and she was not in a horrible situation with a boyfriend and I wanted to get away from that. Even when talking to her, the guy will come, you know, yell at her and all this. You know, what are you doing with this old man, you know? You know, he's gonna die soon. <laughs> that that stigma, the the thing, South Sudanese. You know, so but I'm telling her, I said this guy is no different than the one got you pregnant. This guy is uh, is a failure. I mean, you can see. Try to control you, you know. I want you to be free from him. You know. That's what I told her. I said, you need to let him go. You know. The way I see is a dominant, male dominant. A dominated lady, you know, where you cannot even speak, you know. So, so she saw that it's healthy. She started listening to me, you know, and this is how she developed this feeling about me, you know.
0: But Adele did not see Michael as a father figure, she saw him as someone who could be more than just a friend and a mentor.
2: When I saw that my things were going in a good way, and there was someone who has helped you to make you a place, someone who is responsible like this, I told him, nothing is left out. Someone who has helped someone like this, there's no way someone can help you and then you are good to someone else. You, I will stay with you in the future. You will take me. He said, No, I will not marry again. Then I asked why. Then he swore that he cannot marry again because he's married to an American. I have a wife, he continued. Then I said, Even if you have a wife, are you the one who doesn't want to marry again, or is she the one who doesn't want? He said, it's just something we signed. Something we signed with her because I'm married and I promised that I would not marry again because you cannot marry after them, the Americans. Then I said, that's a lie.
0: When Sari returned to Juba four months later at the tail end of June, the subject of a second wife came up again. But this time... It was not a joke. Michael's extended family had been pressuring him to marry a second South Sudanese wife while Sari
3: was away. He was feeling some kind of pressure from family. Um, you know, his his sister actually told me to my face, like, it's like your kids don't exist if they're not here. And I'm thinking, if she's telling me that, what is he really feeling? He must really be feeling that, like... Yeah, his people are making him feel as if he's not a man. Where, where where, are your offspring? You know, where, where, where are they? And not to mention that, like, I'm not of his tribe. I'm not Dinka. You know, so we need our own wife. They're not saying that to his face, but the pressure was there.
0: They also wanted Michael to marry a South Sudanese wife for his brother, who had died young before he could get married or have children. In Dinka culture, one of the more dominant of the 64 tribes in South Sudan, this practice, commonly known as ghost marriages, is a way of extending the legacy and memory of a dead relative to keep them alive, so to speak.
4: You said that you're an American wife. It's okay. We accept, but traditionally, you know, talk to your wife need a wife here on the ground, so like when people come to you, they're not going to be like in a hotel, you, can't, you cannot stay with Michael, you cannot touch Michael, all this stuff. So all this weigh on me, heavy.
0: At first, Sari really struggled with the idea of a second wife.
3: Initially, when I first came back and we had these conversations, that's when all the tears were there. Like I was crying every time we started talking about the potential, the potentiality of actually really now ending the joke and making it a reality like this really may happen. And I cried like every time we were having these slumber parties with all these questions. Well, what if what if you find somebody you love her more? And what if what if she wants sex more than me? And and what if you know what if she can't have kids? And what if this and what if that like so many what ifs? And he's just like, baby, if you're going to be crying about this kind of stuff now, you won't be able to do it. And I felt like that was such a flippant remark from him.
0: The couple began to discuss what taking a second wife could look like in reality, especially since Michael's family had already identified a new bride for him.
4: So then Suri said, I agree with that, but this young lady does talk about, it cannot be younger than my kids. I said, okay, yeah, I can do it, let's go. So we went to the village, we saw the girl, we found out I was younger. She is younger than my son and also my daughter. He just was my younger one, my last one. Yeah, age. So you're like, no. So I said, okay. Yeah. I mean, I already told you, you know, whatever you
0: not please, I'm not going to do. You know, so we came back. While this process was going on, Adele kept calling and texting until Siri noticed and began asking questions about the true nature of their relationship.
3: And so I began looking at his phone, something I've never done before, checking his phone, checking his messages. I mean, like, it's cra- I've never done this before, Jetty. So on the way to the village, I'm like, baby, she's calling you, she's texting you. You need to put a stop to this. He's like, well, I'm not responding. I'm like, that's not the same as saying this is not appropriate. I'm with my wife, blah, blah, blah. I said, you're, you're letting her continue. She's like, I'm not checking. And so I messaged her, said, like, you need to stop.
0: Not getting the answers she needed, Therese pressed Michael further and further.
3: So that night I asked Michael, I said, so, you know, baby." So we rejected this one. Are you done with that one in Juba? And he said, we'll see. And Jetty, that was the first time in my life ever where I felt like I could kill him. Like I punched him so hard, Jetty. I socked him like you could hear it. And he just turned around so quick. I was just like, what's going on? I said, baby. Can you please be honest with yourself? I'm not lying. I said, I didn't say you were lying. I said that you're not being honest with yourself. You have a feeling for this young girl in Juba. You keep saying that it was for your deceased brother and it's not. So you need to just be honest. Like I can handle whatever the truth is.
0: But despite Ceri's discomfort and objections... Michael didn't see anything wrong with his relationship with Adele.
4: Well, the issue, I didn't see stopping because I didn't start anything. It's a it's a communication, continual communication. It was nothing, you know. But I guess she was worried, you know, that I'm not going to stop, so why not... Uh, give them what they want, you know. But it's my personality, you know. Um, I like to help. Even my job is what it is. Um, training all the youth of all South Sudan to have a better life, you know. So kindness. I don't want to see a young people Don't have somebody hand, lift them
3: up.
0: Feeling defeated, Seri made a decision that would change the course of all of their lives.
3: I saw that he wasn't going to change his mind and put a stop to wanting to care for her. Yeah? And I'm the type of person to where, like, I'm not going to let life happen to me. I'm going to make things happen. So... When you look at all of it, there are days where I really blame myself because I sped up the whole process. I was the one that's just like, you know, fuck it. You're marrying her. You're not willing to put her aside because he was worried about hurting her further. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit here crying about it.
0: So Michael arranged an introductory meeting.
1: One day I, I talked talk with her on, 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 on phone and then he said that I'm, I'm going to meet you. And I say okay. I feel oh my god. Then the day they want to meet me they come and pick me with Michael. I, I'm so fear like it, we went there to the place and we sit. We talk and I feel fear like really fear. Even I, I don't know how to talk more in, in English. Michael is the one help me. I will talk more Yang, then he will explain it to Man Malau. Man
0: Malau is an honorific name for Sari, which means mother of Malau.
1: Then I explain it. I feel like oh <laughs> let me get dressed well. Even I I feel like he will say, Oh tsk. Look at this one. She's he, dressed like a Junubin like or what.
0: Junubin is a term used to describe South Sudanese people. It stems from the word Junub, which means South in Arabic.
1: I dress a long, long clothes. I say, I feel like, oh, he, he will see me like, and he say that he's respectful and he, he, don't, he don't wear short clothes, see. It's just how I feel I get dressed, then I camp.
0: The three met in the small hotel room Michael and Sari shared. Adele was so nervous she was hyperventilating. Sari had to take a moment to assure her that she was in a safe place. The conversation was awkward at first, but then it reached boiling point when Adele suddenly revealed her true feelings for Michael. For the first time
1: And I say yes I'm, I'm happy for that that you want to be a second wife and I say yes and I and he said that like now are you ready to be a second wife to me I say yes, I love your husband That what I I, I didn't say even the, that I like the, the first day I say, I love your husband. Then he say, like something is different, you like or you love. It's what I say, really. Say, really? Say, yes. Then I feel, fear. I talk, is that what I'm saying? Like really, I don't want to, I don't want to go back. I talk, see, I t- talk straight. Yeah, I talk to Manmalao. See, that what makes love feel hot. Like when he talks to Michael, he feel like, Oh, Michael, this lady he come just the first day we met, and then he say, "I love your husband." <sniffs> like really, this is <laughs> not gonna be a, a a wife of your brother. This is yours. He needs you." And he say, "No, <sniffs> see, is how I feel.
0: After the meeting, Sarie sprung into action and made the affair official. She met with Adele's father and negotiated Adele's dowry, which is equivalent to a marriage contract.
3: I felt like I wanted to be able to show people, like, this is the real way that it's supposed to be done. If your husband wants to bring a second wife, You should be the one sitting and negotiating. You should be the one helping bring it all. Like there is a way that it's supposed to be done culturally. The way it's done now is completely perverted. Guys are like bringing second wives and third wives and fourth wives and the first one doesn't know. In this case, we sat, we talked together um he he sat down with me even the day before I was supposed to take this whole bag of money that represented cattle, he walked me through. I was a bit annoyed because it was a day before, and, you know, like we like to do more planning than that. But there was transparency every step of the way. That's what I want to say about the whole thing is like there was there was communication and transparency every step of the way.
0: Once the dowry was settled, they all moved in together under one roof.
3: I found us a house to rent. I built two identical beds. I had the kitchen redone. We, we, we She moved in with us in September. By October, she and I went to the village to go get her daughter, bring her daughter. Yeah. So I just kind of took control of everything. Like, <clears throat> it's not going to change. And I think that if you were to talk to other you know, Janubi women who are first wives who kind of, like, go on that power trip or take control, this is what they choose to do. I'm going to keep my dignity. This is not going to be some scandal. Because to be clear, it wasn't like he was announcing to people that, oh, I'm bringing an Arusa, you know, a new woman. No. So... It was me making the announcement to people. It was me saying, yep, we're bringing a co-wife. Yep, this is what's happening.
0: As soon as they moved in together, Sari had to take control of the situation again by introducing Adele to Michael intimately.
3: But one of those nights, it was my night, and... um I was like, no, you just come, just come into the room, you know. So he's laying like naked, and I have like a jollibee on, she has a jollibee on or whatever. And I'm trying to help her understand, like, this is how you, you know, like massage or whatever when he's tired, blah, blah, blah. So it's like I got the coconut oil or the shea butter, whatever, massaging his feet, massaging his arms, his legs, and whatever, whatever. And then we get to the third piece and I'm like, yeah. And then you just do this and this. And she's just like, Oh my God, I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm like, it's, it's really okay. Like we need to know right now that we're going to share this piece, you know, and you need to understand how I treat it. Right. With respect, with desire, with sometimes I don't give a damn about if I see it hard or soft, just like I'm just massaging my husband. He's tired after a long day.
0: I wondered why Suri felt the need to do that instead of allowing Adele to discover Michael for herself.
3: What I was trying to do was help her understand that this is awkward for him to have another woman, to have another woman in the same house as his woman, And now to have somebody who doesn't know him at all. So I was trying to make it easy for both of them. You know, like one, to show up and say like, I don't care if she sees you naked the same time that I see you naked, it's okay. Two, to be like, you you need to learn that you're gonna be disappointed with everything you think that you know to please. Maybe he wants something new, but it's going to be really hard to teach an old dog new tricks. Right. So let me show you some things that are okay for now. So maybe I, I I mean, I don't know. I was just trying to help them ease into and let them know like, I'm okay with sharing this piece. It's okay.
0: Next time on Arusa, A New Bride.
1: Sometimes, or some days, I feel sad. Oh, I feel like, why I do this? Everything is, is okay. But just some days, I, I, I feel sad about sharing. <laughs> See? I feel like, why, why I share? Arusa,
0: A New Bride is brought to you by Sound Africa. Soundtrack and theme song is Arusu by Life Avenue Stars. Mixing and sound design by Neil Liddle. Text and story editing by Brittany Kesselman. Fact-checking by Mustafa Dumbuya. Photography by David Lumuria. Podcast artwork and design by Peace Ogwigwiann. Translations by Alith Ayer, marketing and publicity by Didi Kumalo, and a very special thank you to Adele Ring, Sari, and Michael Achilmading for making this podcast possible. I'm your host, JD Ramalapa. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and stay safe and sound. Sound Africa is an independent podcasting organization with a mission to bring a historical lens to modern questions. Follow us on X, Facebook and Instagram with the handle at sound underscore Africa or visit our website soundafrica.org and subscribe to our newsletter for updates on our latest podcasts.